a democratic republic of sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville hosts Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. Welcome into the Sportsocracy, Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green in the Wicked Weed Studio, wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. It is two days to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 55 in Tampa Bay. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just two days away from taking home the title. This is the last day of insufferable <laughs> tank Spencer that we have to deal with. Oh, buddy, I, I beg to differ. I beg to differ greatly. Um, oh, I don't. Oh, I and know. Later you don't. in the show, I'm I know you tell don't. You See, why. that's why that's why we did the setup this way this morning. I put all of the champions over here and all the losers over there. We got the Rod Woodson helmet, who famously lost. Well, actually, not famously. Hardly anybody knew Rod Woodson played for the Oakland Raiders in that. Uh, so you got Keyshawn Johnson. I got Keyshawn Johnson. I got Brad Johnson. So you got Keyshawn and Brad Johnson. I got Deion Sanders and Rod Woodson. I like my side. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do love those two. I got two of the greatest secondary players of all time. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But, um, look, I'm, uh, I'm super excited, obviously, about uh, my, my, my team's chances to win the Super Bowl. And nothing you say today is going to bring me down. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Super Bowl 55, Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. It's being built up as already the greatest Super Bowl we've ever seen. Um, Everything's the greatest thing right, we've ever seen. Right. It's the greatest thing we've ever seen because it's the thing we're getting ready to see. <laughs> we went through all of the analytics. We did all of the all of the football power index breakdowns, and they tell us that this is going to be a great one. Do you really need an index or a rating to tell you that this is going to be a fantastic Super Bowl? I don't think you do. I would say no. The only thing but. you need is to look at these two teams and go, these are two of the most efficient teams in all of the NFL, and we got the matchup that you know that we'd all been looking forward to. I think this is what you I think you really did end up with the two best teams in the NFL. I agree with that. I mean you have each one of these teams has a deficiency, but I don't think it's going to be tremendous when it comes to the game on Sunday. Kansas City does not run the ball well yep. at all. Yep. Uh, as I told you, all year long they wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. As Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a 5-7 bowling ball. Tampa Bay is very reliant on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Neither of these secondaries is great. I think the pass rush for Tampa Bay is overrated uh, in this game. Okay. Not in terms of how good they are, in terms of this game. Okay. I very much see Andy Reid trying to use that against you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, adopting a short passing game would be the best option that they have because I think that still is the one close to glaring thing that we have in this game is the offensive line injuries to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it will matter. I mean, It hasn't obviously- all year, so I don't know why you think it's all of a sudden going to matter now. Did it matter against Buffalo? Mm-mm. Does Buffalo have a, a great pass rush like they have Tampa pretty good Bay defense. does? They have pretty good defense. They have pretty good defense, I, no doubt. But do they get to Their the quarterback? Their secondary is markedly better than yours. Yes, it is. But I'm not talking about them. Games no, are but won. They, no, but they rely on each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. But you look at the you look at the stats of Buffalo's pass def, pass rush is not as great as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
and the way these guys have been playing lately, I, I, you know, you can shrug your shoulders all you I want. I mean, you to. blitz more. See, this is what I hate about when people look at, oh, the Bucks pass rush is way better. No, it's actually mm-hmm. not. If you watch the film, you watch the. It, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. There, there's one great big difference. You blitz tremendously more than they do. Mm-hmm. Buffalo knows they have Tredavious White and Jordan Poyer and, and all these other guys. Matt Milano is a covered linebacker back there, and they feel free. Do what you want. We're going to try to get after you with four guys. Mm-hmm. So, it, yes, I do think those numbers are a little misleading, and I think you're overvaluing your pass rush and undervaluing Buffalo's. I, I, I disagree. Um, our pass of rush. Course you well, of course I do. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we have been bringing the pass rush the past few games uh, pretty well. Five sacks against Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship game, and all five of those sacks came with four guys creating the pressure. You say we can't get home with four? I beg to differ. Well, nobody has all year. So, uh, you know, all of a sudden, you think you're tremendously special compared to what's well, actually been a pretty good schedule that Kansas City's played. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they played a lot of teams that have really good pass rushes. None of them got on. Yeah. Pat Mahomes has gone down, 20, was it 22 times all year? Something like that. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, that's literally one a game. So, I don't, I, I just don't see that being mm-hmm. a, I don't see that being the catalyst to this. I'm and I've heard saying- so much of it that it makes me think Andy Reid's sitting there going, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Send them. Bring them. I want you to. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use that to my advantage. Um, I don't think they're going to have to send five and six at a time to create any kind of pressure on uh, on Patrick Mahomes. I think they can create enough pressure with four guys. It'll be the first team done it all year. Mm-hmm. No other team's done it all year. I mean, we have metrics for this. Mm-hmm. The the sacker, I, I can't remember exactly how the stat goes, but it's something to the effect of the 22 times Patrick Mahomes has been brought down all year. It's been on a four-man rush twice. Okay. So you think all of a sudden that you're special compared to that, and I, I, it's comical to me. Mm-hmm. Now you look at who they've played. It hasn't worked for anybody else, and this is what I've heard all week long. Oh, Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be way more worried about Carlton Davis and, and – uh, uh, the Bunning, uh, Sean Murphy Bunning. Sean Murphy Bunning, yeah. The Bunning. That's what I would be worried about personally. <laughs> Watching would, the tape on this, I'm going. I see how Kansas City is going to exploit Tampa Bay. I do not see how Tampa Bay is going to exploit Kansas City. Really? No, I don't. I don't. I think our weapons are better than their secondary. I thought you were about to say their weapon. I thought you were about to say you think your weapons are better than theirs. And I was going to crawl under the table and laugh for about five minutes. I'm a Tampa Bay fan, but I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Little, little, little fanboy. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I, I mean, I think we'll be, able to, we'll be able to find enough room against that, Tampa, or that uh, Kansas City secondary to be able to keep up. And that's the thing is, yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta hope to get a lead. Hope to get a lead and maintain it. Because once you get behind with this team – you're not, you know, the chances of coming back are going to be slim to none. You get down by two scores at any point in this game, and it's going to be rough to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. That that Kansas City secondary, I I think they've got some holes in there. Or they they've at least got their work cut out for them. Um, you're probably going to have Brashad Breeland playing one on one with Mike Evans. 
And then who's that leave for the other side? What's his name? I can't think. I'm, uh, for some reason, I'm blanking Legerious on the other guy's Legereus Snee. Snee. I think he'll be playing in the slot. And I can't remember the name of the guy on the other side. For some reason, it's not coming to my head. But anyway, Legereus Snee, to me, was the, was the pinpoint of all of this. You're going to ask him to patrol the slot against either Antonio Brown or Chris Godwin because they flip-flop those all the time. I like my chances picking on Legereus Snead in the middle of that defense. Legereus Snead's been way better than you think he has. No, I, get, I, I understand he's been playing good football. He's a fourth-round rookie. He's playing I really well. Less where he went. Uh, your quarterback was a sixth-round, second-year player. I the year he won that. his first Super Bowl. I understand. I give a damn less where you were drafted. Mm -hmm. I did get into that argument yesterday, and it was comical to me that, oh, he didn't go to, to the sixth round. And? Yeah, I, I couldn't care. We, we weren't talking about Brady. We were talking about somebody else. This was in a draft group. Right. Oh, he didn't go to the sixth round. Uh, okay. And what's your point? And then? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't using that as a knock against Legereus Snead. I was just saying, for being a fourth-round rookie, he's been really good. Mm -hmm. But I like, the, I, like that, yeah, I like the chances, is what I'm saying, of us being able to find... Holes in the middle of that defense. I'm sure you do. <laughs> okay. Brilliant analysis. Tell me why I'm wrong. Because uh, nobody else has. Nobody else has. Because nobody else has. I, Tampa, Kansas City defensively does the exact same thing that you do mm -hmm. uh, with Frank Clark and Chris Jones. They bend, don't break. You're going to gain yards. Mm -hmm. You gain yards the first time you played. Mm -hmm. But did you score? And they score. They score a lot. Mm -hmm. I just, to me, I don't see the path. And, and I'm not trying to undersell Tampa Bay. I'm not trying to do any of that. I think we're getting lost in the Tom Brady fandom. There's a lot to really critique this team on. And let's be really honest. Did they play well enough to beat Green Bay? Uh, yeah. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. The offense? They just got very lucky that Green Bay was worse. That was an ugly game. When I, I've gone back and watched that game, every play of it from Coach's tape. Mm -hmm. That was an ugly-ass football game. Kansas City's was a masterpiece. It was a destroy you from the inside out against a team that I'm going to be honest with you, I think's better than Tampa Bay, and I've said it for three months. Mm -hmm. So I look at what you did there, and I just do not understand that. I've seen more money piled on Tampa Bay than I can wrap my brain around. And it's got to just exclusively be Tom Brady. There, there's nothing else you could cling on to and go, that's what's going to do it. I mean, that's a that's a pretty big uh, ace in the pocket to have. Not saying it's not. <laughs> See better than Pat Mahomes? Uh, yeah. You mean physically? I think I fucking had a stroke when you just said that. I'm going to need you to say that to me one more time. You, honest to God, think Tom Brady's a better quarterback than Pat Mahomes right now? Oh, no. Okay. I thought you were talking sorry, to historically brain. speaking. So, so, sorry, Brain. I, I, he didn't understand me. <laughs> Go back to where you were. <laughs> I thought you were saying Father Time was the better quarterback in this game. It's. I mean, he's the most experienced. He's the... The experience... That's... 
That would what? matter if Kansas City hadn't been here before. Oh, I get it. Uh, they've been here three years in a row. I understand that. Then this is the second year of the Super Bowl. They've been to the AFC Championship game three mm-hmm. years in a row. Mm-hmm. So the experience thing, I got news for you. That don't mean shit. That means absolutely nothing. Okay. I mean, I think history plays a, plays a part in it. Being able to, you know, read the game like Tom Brady is able to do, having that in your pocket is pretty fucking good. You get down to the end of the game and it turns out to be, you know, every decision matters. The one guy I want making those decisions is Tom Brady. Now, as far as the physicality goes, obviously he's not yeah, the best I'll, quarterback I'll in this Mahomes. game. Yeah, I, li- I like that, Mahomes. Okay. I think you have one great advantage in this game, and it's why my favorite bet of this game is the under. You do one thing way better than they do. Run the ball. Run the ball. That's it. Mm-hmm. And they don't do as good a job of stopping it either. Mm-hmm. I will wager. If Tampa Bay wins, Brady's the MVP, period. Mm-hmm. I will wager. If you showed me how many rushing yards each team had, I'll tell you who wins. That's the only stat I need to know. Okay. Because if Tampa Bay finds a way to rush 32 times for 150 yards, they're probably going to win. Mm-hmm. Because that means you're keeping the ball out of Pat Mahomes' hands. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're going to do it. That's it. If you try to get into a gunslinging match with Kansas City, which is what I fear this is going to be, right? you're going to lose. Period. Yeah, you, you can't, you're bringing a knife to a gunfight. I agree. I understand Tom's the smartest quarterback. He's the greatest quarterback that ever lived. Uh, I get Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is without a doubt the greatest quarterback I have ever seen in my life. I've been doing this for over a decade. I've never seen a quarterback like this. Mm-hmm. And he baits you into shit. That's the part that that's the thing with Tampa Bay that I can't get away from. Okay. You gotta remember, I watched Todd Bowles coach teams for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. I have watched a lot of coaches toy with him. And I and now it's Todd Bowles against Andy Reid. I like my advantage there markedly. There's a play I shared on Twitter. I can't remember who they were playing. But Mahomes is literally dead to rights. It is a jailbreak blitz. And what does he do? He steps back, steps back, steps back, waits till the defense collapses, and then just flicks it out. Mm-hmm. And it's Tyreek Hill 30 yards downfield. Yep. He baited you into doing that. Mm-hmm. That was exactly what he wanted you to do. Leave Tyreek Hill one-on-one. And I think, I personally think, if you can't make this a grinded-out, I'll put it this way. If you're betting the over and you're betting Tampa Bay, I'm going to need you to explain that to me very slowly because it doesn't make any sense to me. There's two ways to go in this game. You bet the under, and then which team you go with is totally up to you. You bet the over, it's Kansas City. This game, if there's 60 points scored in this game, there's no, not a snowball's chance in Atlanta that it's uh, Tampa Bay that wins this game. Brilliant. I fully disagree with that, obviously. Uh, you shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't disagree with that at all. I you am. You think you're going to outshoot them? Huh? Really? You you think you're going to, in a shootout, you're going to outshoot Pat Mahomes? Good luck with that. If that's their game plan, you're going to get the hell beat out of me. I don't think that's the game plan. But I don't, think I don't game, either. I don't think the game plan is to, you know, run the ball. I don't think they're going to do it anything offensively distri- drastically different than they've been doing all season long. There you better don't have be a, to. There the Kansas be a City Chiefs defense won't, I mean, you'll be able to make your ground. Okay, I've heard this one too many fucking times. Oh, the Chiefs defense sucks. 
Think about what you're actually Nobody saying. Nobody said they suck. You said they're not good enough. And you're doing this off of statistical analysis because I've heard people do this all week long. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the yards a game they give up. Look at their quarterback. They couldn't run a greasy bag up a cat's ass. Of course they give up a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. Anybody that tells me this defense is not good, I immediately look at you and go, you haven't watched a second of it, have you? You haven't watched that one second of this. Because this is a cat and mouse defense that dares you. Do it. Do it. Try to do to them what you did to Green Bay. See how it goes. Mm-hmm. Tyron Matthews is the most important player in this game for a reason. And if you do what I think you're going to do, this will get – I can see it getting out of hand. So what do you think is going to happen? What do you think – What I think is going to happen is that – and this is what I've heard out of Tampa Bay mm-hmm. – is, oh, we, we don't have to run it. No risk it, no biscuit. Okay, uh, you better risk it. Uh, you better not risk it because if you do, there will be no biscuit. I promise. Because they will bait you into things. This is what this defense does. It's opportunistic as hell. Mm -hmm. They have really good uh, back-end players Mm -hmm. that are really good at baiting you into doing dumb shit. I feel like I could play this game out, Mm -hmm. and 95 times out of 100, I'm right. And, and And I'll level you. Because I think your coach is so fucking arrogant that I don't think he'll look at this objectively and go, we have one great big advantage here. No, nope, no risk it, no biscuit with the little stupid ass driving hat. That's what I think is going to happen. That's I think the biggest happen. discrepancy in this game is that you have one great coach on one sideline and you have a driving hat wearing buffoon on the other side. Who's a two-time coach of the year? Okay, you want to go down the coach of the year path? Really? I'm just saying. Do you know how many of those get fired? Because uh, it's oh, a lot. I know, I know. Yeah, Bills Hell, won one. he's one of them. Yeah, Bills won one. Mm-hmm. So, coach of the year doesn't mean jack shit to me. <laughs> you know who votes on that? The media. Yeah. I could care less how many coach of the years you want. <laughs> and one of them was because he took over for Chuck Pagano, and the team was not all that good. They made the playoffs. Woo. All right. I, I mean, I get it. I've, I've done my criticisms of, of Bruce Arians as well, but it's not like he's dog shit. I don't think he's a good coach. Flat out, I don't think he's a good coach. Okay. I think he's a great staff. Mm-hmm. I don't think he – put it this way. He ruined Jameis Winston. He took a very talented quarterback and ruined him. Why? Because he absolutely refused to do anything any way other than his way. You were 7-9 and nine last year with this damn near exact same team minus Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Why? Because no risk it, no biscuit wanted Jameis Winston to throw it 50 times a game. Right. Which was stupid. Mm-hmm. It was stupid then. It's stupid now. Mm-hmm. And that's what we learned early in the season with Tampa Bay. That's why they started out so you know wishy-washy, up and down every week. You never knew which team was going to show up because they were figuring this thing out. Second half of the season, they're playing their best ball ever. And mm-hmm. it's because the offense has changed. The game plan has changed. They're not run. They're not. They're not running. You know. They're not slinging the ball as much down the field as they were earlier in the season. And they're switching up looks and they're running more play action. Things that play into Tom Brady's strengths. The more they got comfortable with the offense and the more they kept running. And Antonio Brown comes in, and shit got real. That offense got good. And uh, you know, consistent. And the defense, the last few games, has been playing out of their minds. 
This team is just playing amazing football right now. You do realize what you just said is a complete and utter myth, right? What? That, that you're not slinging it the way you used to? Really? Uh, yeah, you are. Would you like to hear how many attempts your quarterback's had in the last, oh, let's go, four games? 36, 33, 40, 41. Mm -hmm. You know what that looks exactly like? Exactly how we started the season, which uh -huh. was 36, 35, 38, what 46. Are, what are the distances? What do you mean the distances? The distances of the throws. I think that's the difference. To me, they've been playing more over the middle. They've been playing more short game, taking your spots where you can, rather than the no risk it, no biscuit, slinging it 40 yards down the field at least 12 you know, times know, There's a game. one great big difference in the last – I'm not going to disagree with you that there's mm -hmm. been a difference from week – I'm going to say it's from when you played Kansas City the first time mm -hmm. to now. Yeah. There's one great big difference, and the exception was last week or two weeks ago mm -hmm. in the NFC title game. Mm -hmm. Brady didn't turn the ball over. How many interceptions did he have from the Kansas City game to the minute the Green Bay game started? I don't know, four? It was one. one. Yeah. In seven games, he had thrown one interception. Mm -hmm. Now, he threw three last week, and I'm not going to lie to you, it should have put you out of the playoffs. It should have. But it didn't. So you live to play another day. Mm -hmm. That's another stat in this game. that I, If you told me how many times Brady gets picked off, I'll tell you what the score of this game is. And I'll guarantee you I'm close. Okay. If it's none, this will be a close game. It's going to be something along 20, mm -hmm. the 27-24 line of what it was the first time you played. Mm -hmm. I don't think he can do that. I don't. Okay. I don't think with Bruce Arians calling the plays and his absolute refusal to run the ball, mm -hmm. I don't think you can do that. I think if you had another coach that, that looked at Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette and went, hey, that could work. Hey, that could work real. That that could work real good. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd be okay, but you don't. Well, we're definitely not going to go to uh, what was it that one game running it five times in a yeah. game. It's I think it's more likely you do that no. than it is you run it thirty times. No. Um, well, there yeah, you go. I guess. See, you thought about that for a minute. I guess because thirty's a lot. We're that. Thirty's not that many. Thirty's not that many carries in that. I mean, I would game. say for us, it is. That's my point. And point. There it was. Why? Why is that a lot for you? It shouldn't be because you have two. You have one good running back and one that I've always said is grossly overrated. Mm -hmm. But you can run the ball. You've shown the ability to do it, mm -hmm. but you won't. And this is one game that you should. You aggressively should. You know why? Because it keeps clock rolling, it keeps the ball out of old Pat Pat's hands. Well, I'm pretty sure the that... more Kermy has the ball, the more likely you are to get the piss beat out of you. Kermy, Kermy. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's gonna take everybody playing their best game. Now, Kansas City can come out and have a B game and win this game. It's no problem. I fully believe that. It's going to take an A game, an A plus game, for Tampa Bay to win this game. But Steven, that's the thing with having Tom Brady on your team is that he kind of makes everybody believe that we can keep playing our A-plus ball till the end. Steven Tao said this show feels like we're both talking to a brick wall. Uh -huh. we, are. we are. We are. We are. Because he's never going to convince me before kickoff because of this Because his fandom game. overlaps him, and I'm looking at the film going, mm -mm. this is not a good lineup. <laughs> this is not good. Unless Bruce Arians breaks Everything he's ever done, this does not line up well for you. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to hear that because you're a Bucks fan. I get it. I have no – for me, there is absolutely no bias in this game because I mm -hmm. could care less. I know Tom Brady's going to be out of Tampa Bay in a yep. year. 
So that dynasty is not Maybe. going to impede my fandom. Maybe. Pat Mahomes is not. So there's an equal hatred here. Uh, there's the previous dynasty that kept me from having a, a lot of football enjoyment and the one that's on the horizon. Mm -hmm. There's an equal hate here. There's no bias. But there is a path to this game going very ugly. Oh, of course there is. And I don't doubt that. Because, like I said, if you get behind by a couple of scores, it's going to be game over. Because the young guys on that Tampa Bay defense, I doubt very seriously they're going to be able to rebound from that. I mean, they did pretty well in the first Kansas City game. I mean, Kansas City got up by a lot. Tyreek Hill torched them in the first quarter of that game. And they came back and made it a field goal game at the end. Mm -hmm. They had a chance. So I think they learned a thing or two from that. But there again, you have Andy Reid on the other side. And I'm, and, and I'm a huge Andy Reid fan. Of course. And so you're going into this game thinking, yeah, they've, they've got the advantage. But playing that underdog thing, it works out. That underdog thing means absolutely nothing. <laughs> you're retarded. That's not true. What? Oh, we're the scrappy little underdog. Yes. That doesn't mean shit when you're playing the best quarterback in the fucking oh world. Oh, my God. See, that's a see, you emotion plays so much more into no, emotion plays so much more into sports than you than you give it credit. Okay, for. you want to talk about how emotion's going to play? How many how many uh, plays has your coach ever called in a fucking Super Bowl as no. the head coach? No, it's fucking zero. Right, you're going against Andy Reid, and you're undervaluing that. You're telling me my emotions. I have no emotion to this. Mm -hmm. None. You're telling me the scrappy underdog. You're the scrappy little underdog. You have a quarterback that's got six Super Bowl rings. Mm -hmm. That's one of the dumber things you've ever said to me in, in the years we've been doing this. It's not because he's got six Super Bowl rings and now he's the underdog. And that gives you a little bit of extra motivation, knowing that they're not expecting you to win this game. Tom Brady's a guy who fully believes in the mojo, in bringing the team together, giving them something to fight for. It's the same thing that Levante David was talking about on uh, Patrick Peterson's podcast about being in the locker room and one of the guys was sitting down crying and Tom Brady walks by and says, what the fuck are you crying for? We got more to do. That's who Tom Brady is. Tom Brady brings everybody else up in his locker room. There's, I mean, you can, you can deny that that plays a factor into it, but it That's very why much you're here. does. I'm not denying it's a factor. I'm saying you're... Exactly. We wouldn't the be here about little underdog thing. Is what's going to win this game? You're out of your gort. Okay. Hey, you're out of your mind. First of all, you're not the scrappy little underdog. You're a three point dog. What? They're not saying they're going to kill you. No. Hell, the money's damn near split on this. Now you said that one book it was eighty two percent. Yeah. The book I use it's sixty four thirty six. Yeah. That sounds like a much more market difference than it actually is. At Bet MGM, they reported yesterday that the money was eighty two percent on Kansas City Chiefs. They've taken a lot of big bets on the Kansas City Chiefs, but they've taken some pretty huge ones on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. I, I like what Stephen Town just said. If you need extra motivation for this game, you've already lost. If you're Johnny Rah Rah Tom Brady bullshits, what you need to get up for this game, you're going to get shellacked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we actually had a Super Bowl champion tell us that yesterday. Doesn't matter that there's not exactly what I told you. Mm -hmm. yeah, because you were, oh, the home stadium matters. Yeah, you know what Brad Johnson said? Eh, not really. No, it really doesn't. Okay, cool. You can sleep in your own bed. Whoop de mm -hmm. doo. 
when the national anthem plays, the butterflies are still going to start, and you're on an equal playing field. I don't give a damn where this game's played. Mm -hmm. I don't care if they play it in Tampa Bay, Kansas City, or on the fucking moon. You're in the, you're in the exact same ballpark. Mm -hmm. And you've got a ton of players on this Tampa Bay team that have never been here before. Yeah. Ever. And old oh, Tom's got them. Tom's explained it to them. They know exactly what this is. Cool. Uh, we, we've read this book more than once. Oh, the quarterback's been here. The whole team hasn't. Yeah, the, te the rest of the team tends to wilt. Mm -hmm. How this tends to go. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what's been expected the, you know, the, throughout this playoff run. It just has been. I mean, going into the first game, you had that nail-biter against the Washington football team. And you're like, holy shit, we're going to lose this game. Yeah. And then you go into the next game against the Saints, and you thought, holy shit, we're going to lose this game. Alex Sander actually is a book for a casino. He mm -hmm. said the, the bets here are 77-23 Kansas City, but the huge bets are on Tampa Bay. Yep. So, I mean, you're, you're, just, you're not this scrappy little underdog. This is not the, the Buffalo Bills narrative. It's kind of hard to do that when you have a guy that has more Super Bowl rings than he has fingers on one hand. Well, it's because he's playing for a team that hasn't been anything in a long time. I mean, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, you're like, you've been making fun of me all week because I'm so jazzed up about the Super Bowl. Of course I'm fucking jazzed no, 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 up no, no, about no, no. the Super no, Bowl. No, 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 That's bullshit. What you just said is complete bullshit. I'm not making fun of you for being jazzed up about this. I'm making fun of you for being completely fucking delusional. I'm not being Which is what you have been for the first 30 minutes of the show. How am completely I being delusional? delusional? Everything you have said, I have agreed with. Yes, there is a path to us losing this game. I will not be surprised if we lose this game. I will not be surprised if Bruce, if uh, Andy Reid outcoaches Bruce Arians. What have I said lately that makes you believe that I'm fucking delusional? <laughs> the scrappy little underdog. It's really hard. It's scrappy. You, I mean, again, you can deny it all you want to, but that is one of the themes of this game. You've watched one too many Disney movies. Oh my God. I wish we'd asked Brad this. Does that matter? Does it really matter? Because the answer is no. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Nobody gives a shit. And I'll be honest with you, one of the things I almost said on our uh, on our ESPN show yesterday, you notice that everybody's kissed everybody's ass all week long? Because you're not going to give anybody any ammo. And there is none. Mm -hmm. uh, you find me one player on either side of this game that has said anything that's bulletin board material. Mm -hmm. There is none. Chris Jones and, and I don't know who the other one was. They were waxing poetic about Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. I honest to God thought they were going to write a sonnet to it. Mm -hmm. They've given you nothing. They don't have to. You're in the Super Bowl. There's, mm -hmm. Like you said, there's, there's nothing after this. This is what I love about the Super Bowl is... Now it's now there's nothing to hold back for. Yeah, there's it, it's it, from the jump. It's let's go, let's get this thing. There's nothing else to plan for after this. It's everybody going all out. Of course, what? Kevin Vick said, "Angels in the pirate ship takes new Disney flick." <laughs> yep. I'm just one of those that okay, the way I bet games is the way I've always bet games. Mm -hmm. Is I look at the the range of outcomes, and to me, there's only three. Only three ways this can go. Okay. One is Bruce Arians actually adjusts his game plan, and you have a shot to win. Mm -hmm. Two is he doesn't adjust his game plan at all. You try to do the same thing you did against Andy Reid the first time, and you get the piss beat out of you. Mm -hmm. The other one is this turns into a shootout, and whoever throws the fewest interceptions loses, or th whoever throws the fewest interceptions wins. Okay. And I firmly believe that's going to be Pat Mahomes. I think you're, look, 
I watched Todd Bowles for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. With, I'm going to be honest with you, a hell of a lot more talent in the secondary than you have right now, outside of your safeties. Well, actually, no, not really, because he had Jamal Adams and Marcus May. And you know what I saw a lot of? Really smart coaches made him look like a damn fool. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Everybody said, oh, he's a great defensive coordinator. No, he's not. No, he's not. Check the stats. Mm -hmm. Not hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. Just Google Todd Bowles. You can see where he's been his whole career. He was real good with Patrick Peterson. He's been real average other than that. Mm -hmm. And here's the other thing that just absolutely drives me nanners. Of, oh, they they got so much better defensively. Okay, would you like to take a guess of who those games were against? I can't believe I haven't heard anybody else say this all year. Or, or all week. Oh, look how much better the Tampa Bay defense was. Mm -hmm. Okay, against who? Since you played Kansas City, name any of the teams you played. I don't have the schedule. I got it right in front of me. It's the Minnesota Vikings, the Atlanta Falcons twice, Detroit, Washington, the Saints with Drew Brees, whose arm had fallen off, and Green Bay in a goddamn ice storm. That's who your defense has looked so good against. Mm -hmm. You know what they're you know what none of that you know what none of those teams are? Kansas City. Kansas City. There's there's not one Pat Mahomes in that. There's a lot of Matt Stafford with no weapons, Matt Ryan with a on a team that he didn't believe in him or vice versa. Washington, whose quarterback was me, and oh yeah, Kirk Cousins, forgot about him. Oh, and you, you beat Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Cool. You, you stepped yeah, up against Aaron cool. Rodgers, who has one receiver. That actually is pretty cool. <laughs> I think everybody else in the NFL went, damn, Tampa Bay beat Green Bay at their own house? Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Blind Squirrel finds another every once in a while. <laughs> so it's luck now. I'm not going to say it's luck. I'm going to say if Tom Brady throws three picks against Aaron Rodgers, I will say you lose nine out of every ten times. You got real lucky that agree. Aaron Rodgers was equivalently bad. No, that was a reason for that, though. It was the defense. The defense was the reason Aaron Rodgers was bad. What well, told you that? Box score? Uh, no, you the do realize two of those during the game. You do man. realize the two picks that Aaron Rodgers threw, he hit defenders in stride. It's a bad yeah. decision. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers wilted under pressure. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know who's not going to do that? Pat Mahomes. That's who. By the way, let me it just since you brought that up. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know how many games that Pat Mahomes has in the playoffs where he's going three touchdowns and zero interceptions? No clue. Six? It's seven. Do you have any players in the NFL history have more than two? Uh, one. It's zero. <laughs> it's not one. Not one ever has had more than two of those. Mm -hmm. He has seven of them. This is a next-level kind of quarterback. Mm -hmm. And you're coming in with a defense that I have watched get picked apart for years. Because what Todd Bowles does is try to keep everything in front of him. More power to you. That's, that's a fantastic strategy. Mm -hmm. Except for the fact that you're playing against a quarterback that's he, he's chestnut checkers. And that's what I feel like Todd Bowles is doing. He's playing, che he's playing checkers. Oh, look, I got these safeties over the top. Woo. Yeah, you can't hit Tyreek Hill 40 yards downfield. You're right. You're percent right. But the problem when you play defense like that is exactly what happened to the Buffalo Bills. And I see the exact same thing happening because there's nothing you can do to stop it. Mm -hmm. You zone out. You drop zone these linebackers. You deep zone the safeties. And then what's going to happen? It's the same game plan. It's damn near the exact same game plan we saw last week, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I hate that fucking week in between these guys. <laughs> right. It's the same game plan. Find the soft spot in between the linebacker and the safety and kill them doing that all game long. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, you got two of the best two of the best playmakers in the NFL to do that. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't see how you can do anything else. Because if you try to line up one-on-one with these guys, they're going to kill you. No, they tried that in the first game, and we saw exactly how that happened. And they will murder you. Mm-hmm. And then they'll do that to everybody. Mm-hmm. The, and Ron George said the, the D-line and the O-line are our biggest advantage. Yep. You're right. The problem is I don't think you're going to use that O-line thing because I don't think you're going to run. I see Bruce Arians doing exactly what Bruce Arians does. In times of strife, what do you do? You revert back to who you are. And we have seen what Bruce Arians is for, what's he been in the league, 70 years? <laughs> it seems like. I mean, we know what he is. Mm-hmm. He is the no-risk-it, no-biscuit guy. So you get behind him, what do you think is going to happen? You think he's going to be patient? Oh, hey, one possession at a time. Got, no. Uh, we got to hit him now. And that's where Tyron Matthews shows up, and that's exactly how I think this goes. Okay. So you so uh, saw somebody made the bold prediction. I love bold predictions for the Super Bowl. Oh, God. Uh, I'll give you this one, and then I'll give you another one that was quite the doozy yesterday. But bold prediction uh, that Tyron Matthew would have a pair of interceptions in this game. I can see that. I can see that because they, they move him everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's impossible to pin down. And he's one of those guys that always finds the ball in his hands somehow. Was it? It was, you know, it, it, he does this time and time again, and and it was never more evident than earlier this year. I can't remember what game it was, but I mean, the ball bounces right off of a receiver, right into Tyron Matthews' hands, and I think he housed it. And he's just a guy that always finds himself in the right spot at the right time. Great players make you know, fantastic plays like that all the time. Tyron Matthew is one of the best in the game. He's one that I've, I've loved him since he was at LSU. Um, and the, the other guy that scares me is Daniel Sorensen. Uh, he's not one of the, you know, big, big name defensive players in the game, but he's always there to make a play. He's always going, you know, you will hear his name at a critical moment in this game at some point. Daniel Sorensen? Daniel Sorensen. I could see that yeah here the thing that kansas city does so well that nobody talks about how many players on this defense would you actually say are good on kansas city's defense mm-hmm. uh, uh chris jones frank clark tyron matthew that's yeah those are real obvious yeah and then mm, i don't know there's maybe not two or three one. there's not another one no Rashad Breeland, you would put him in that category? Rashad Breeland's been on like nine teams in five years. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Rashad Breeland is a fucking head case above all else. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. Uh, there's some there's some weird stories with Rashad Breeland. He's done some very dumb shit in his life. Right. But here's what they did. They have probably the worst linebacker court in the league. Yes. And I don't even think that's debatable. No. You watch them on film, and it is pathetic how bad their linebackers are. Mm-hmm. Why? There's a really simple reason for this. Okay. Because they don't ever have to play. It doesn't matter how bad their linebackers are. Because you get in front of teams, you take away their ability to run, and now it doesn't matter how bad your linebackers are. You need two guys that can just stand in a zone, and that's all they have to do. Mm-hmm. Let the secondary do the work. Get after the quarterback. And that's what they do. They have one guy on the outside in Frank Clark that can that, that is really – really good. Mm-hmm. And Chris Jones is outside of Aaron Donald, the second best defense tackle in the league. Mm-hmm. So interior pressure on Tom Brady, which is going to happen. I, I, I get how good Ryan Jensen is. I've heard all of those things. I get it. You're not going to stop Chris Jones. 
You can double him all night long. If you do that, that means that Frank Clark's one-on-one -on -one with Tristan worse, and I'm here for it. Because that won't go well. Who was it that just demolished Tristan worse not that long ago? I remember you bitching about it aggressively. Yeah, I, I can't There remember. was a pass rusher that just beat Tristan Wirfs sideways. If you remember who I'm talking about, say yeah. in the comments, because I'm completely blanking on who this was. I block out the negative. I'm not. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't even mean to hit the bell that time. I think the bell rang itself. <laughs> um, the matchups are going to be great, because, like you said... You've got Tristan Wirfs up against Frank Clark. Cam Jordan is who it was. Cam Jordan. Thank you, Alex Sander. Yep. Ollie Marpet on the inside with Ryan Jansen trying to take care of, uh, of Chris Jones. And the thing that, you know, we, we, there is not a, it's not the perfect offensive line. I wish Alex Kappa was going to be able to, to play in this game, but you got uh, Aaron Stenny who's on the other side, on the other guard, uh, across from Ollie Marpet, uh, I imagine Chris Jones is going to try to pick on him because he allowed quite a few pressures in the last couple of weeks filling in since Alex Kappa got hurt. I'm not saying there are no holes. I'm not saying that we're going to be dominant and we're going to shut them down. They're going to get theirs. Of course they're going to get theirs. Well, there's holes on both teams. But, that's I, but we're going to get ours as well. That's all I've been saying. And that's why I think this game will end up being somewhere in the 30s. And I do think that uh, Tampa Bay's got a shot at making at being the victor when it comes out. Of all the things you've said, that's the one I disagree with the most vehemently. That this game is going to be in the 30s. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. How much better could Pat Mahomes actually be than he was the first time he played? Not much. There you go. What was the final score of that game? 27-24. There you go. Do you realize that Vegas is giving you a full touchdown from a game we've already seen once before? In which I genuinely don't think one of the quarterbacks could be any better. Mm -hmm. I, I saw that number and just laughed and went all of it. Just all of it. Just take it all. <laughs> Heavy on the Because it was actually 57 and a half at one point. Right. Okay. I don't think this is as high scoring of a game as everybody thinks it is. That's the thing I like, in spite of the winner, and I yeah. feel very sure of who the winner's going to be. I like the I, I like the under on this game more than I like any other bet. Uh, I think it was Ron George said he liked the prop of, of Gronkowski scoring a touchdown. Me too. Yeah, I like that one a lot too. Excuse me. And it could be raining. I don't think it's going to be. Let me check that. I think it's in the forecast, but it's... They didn't talk about it, but it's gone back and forth. Yeah, I think it's like 30%. Well, maybe. it went from nothing to snowing here uh, in two days. So. <laughs> this yeah. is true. I, I trust meteorologists a lot. Anything can change. Uh, yeah. Rain is highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. All right. I knew it was something that had been mentioned, and I saw him say that. So. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, there are a lot of challenges for both of these teams trying to figure out who to who to focus in on and obviously you're going to have a lot of room in the middle of that Tampa Bay defense for Travis Kelsey that's the that's one of the things that I can't I mean obviously you're you're only going to be able to limit Tyreek Hill and you'll be lucky if you can do that but the more you're going to focus on Tyreek Hill because you're going to have to double him you're going to have to take two guys to account for Tyreek Hill every time if you time. double him somebody else is going to kill you 
Mm-hmm. I don't that's see. I, that's the thing. I don't think you're going to double Tyreek Hill. That's not how this defense works. See, it, it, to double somebody, you have to have somebody in man coverage. Mm-hmm. Because if not, then you're throwing a. So you, the way a bracket works is you need Tyreek Hill to stay on his side of the field mm-hmm. because that's and that's how Andy Reid manipulates things. You play zone and he drags across. I'm trying to explain this in the most layman terms I can. <laughs> if you have a bracket on the right side uh-huh. and Tyreek Hill's lined up on the left side, those two are going to make a decision before Tyreek Hill gets where he's going. Mm-hmm. That's how guys like that end up wide fucking open because they play into what they know you're going to do. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm telling you, you're not doubling Tyreek Hill. There's just no way for you to do it. Right. You're begging somebody, whether it's Mikko Hardman, Sammy Watkins, uh, Demarcus Robinson, if he recovers from his haircut, uh, <laughs> to just throttle you over the top. So, no, I don't think that happens. Here's what I, th- what I believe to happen. They're going to drop three a lot. And they're going to try to mix these looks up, and they're going to use Devin. Devin White's probably the only player on your defense. Antoine Winfield has the talent to do what I'm getting ready to say, but I don't think he's going to be schemed this way. Okay. Devin White's the one guy you have that's going to be that Tyron Matthew chess piece because you can move him in different places because he's freakishly athletic. Mm -hmm. If you can do that and take away the underneath where Mahomes has to push down the field, Mm -hmm. That's where you could possibly get him. If you let them nickel and dime you, this game will never be close. If you try to bracket Tyreek Hill and you let Travis Kelsey run right into the weakness that, that you just created by doing that, mm-hmm. they'll kill you. And Travis Kelsey will set a Super Bowl record for most catches <laughs> and receiving yards and, and everything else. It'd be like 17 catches for 200 yards. Now, the good thing for you is I watched several years of Todd Bowles, and I'm going to be real honest with you, I never saw him do that one time. So I don't think it's going to happen here. Yeah. I think they're going to, and, and I, I'm, I'm reticent to say take your lumps with Tyreek Hill. You know Tyreek Hill's going to get his. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to hit one in this game. There's no yes. doubt about it. You yes. can't stop him from doing it. What's the over-under on the longest touchdown? I think it's 50. Alex Sander could probably answer this question better than I could. Uh, I don't bet a lot of those props, but I bet some of them. Right. Uh, Patrick Hold, I'll answer your question in like three minutes. Uh, I was hoping Alex Alec would uh, would, would answer <laughs> would, that would question. Respond. The prop on on uh, longest touchdown, I can't remember. Yeah, it's and, and that be... number's moved a lot. I know it was. I thought it was low at first, and then uh, what's the? He asked what it was. What's the prop? The the line on the longest touchdown in this game? Yeah, I would imagine it's got to be what forty five. It's longer than that, I think. It's longer than that? Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to remember, these are two big play offenses, so that number's going to be pretty damn high. Yeah. And I could be wrong on that. I could be thinking of something else. Having a, uh, having a bookmaker in our, in our comments is, is really convenient. Yes. <laughs> I like it a lot. Our on-demand uh, uh, statistician here. I feel like Alec and I should talk more than we do. Didn't actually know. I knew what he did, but I didn't know it was that elaborate until that. 56 and a half. 56 and a half? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was long. That's a, that's a, I'd big go under. Big. I think I'd go under, but I think I would too. It wouldn't be shocking to no. see it go over. I, I, I mean, like I, I, I said yesterday on, e, on the ESPN Asheville show, you know, I can fully see this starting out Tampa Bay Buccaneer like, and like first play of the game. 
Tyreek Hill just hits a 75-yard field, you know, a 75-yard touchdown. And we're just you said go. that yesterday, and I immediately went, mm, I don't think I can see that. And the only way I see that, and, and I'm telling you, I'm calling my shot here. There's no way for me to to call it. To, there's no way for me to bet what I'm getting ready to say. Mm-hmm. That play where Pat Mahomes rolls out and then dumps it off to Travis Kelsey, there's a fake coming off of that. You mark my fucking word. That's going to happen, and it's going to happen in this game. Wait, they're going to fake the shovel pass uh-huh. and move it deep? Everything is going to lend to, oh, we're trying to do the Travis Kelsey thing. And the defense will swarm, and the safety's eyes are going to get lazy, and somebody is going to be streaking down the field, and right. I don't think it's Tyreek Hill. I think it's Miko Hardman. By the way, if you're playing DraftKings, Miko Hardman is without a doubt my favorite player. Don't ask me why, because I, I, I don't have a snowball's clue in hell of why I think that. <laughs> okay. I mixed two of my that analogies. That was strange. There. I yeah. I mixed two of my analogies. Don't little... judge me. <laughs> Look, this is my first week back from vacation, and it's been very uh, right. mentally intensive. Right. The entire playoff run for Tampa has been surprising. There's nothing surprising about Kansas City being here. And that's, I mean, I guess that's part of the reason why, you know, I'm trying to, you know, it gives you hope. It gives you hope as a fan that maybe we can do it again. I know we're behind the eight ball. I don't know. I don't doubt that we're underdogs uh, in this game. I don't refute that we're underdogs in this game. Um, but again, we've been here before. We've been underdogs in a Super Bowl before. As a franchise, not as a team. I get it. None of them are around. But as a fan, this is what makes you believe, is that you know you were, we were four-point dogs going in against the Oakland Raiders, who were the best team or the best offensive team in the league. And the defense, for us, obviously, was historic. You can't put this Buccaneers defense on the level of that defense. But the way they've been playing the last few games really makes you think they're great at forcing turnovers. Everyone has been flying to the ball. And the problem is, I get it, you're going up against an offense that doesn't turn the ball over that that much. Let me just – this is a little padding to my under – Prognostication. Okay. Do you know how many yards Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady threw for collectively in the in first the game? Yeah, 800. 807. Yeah. Six touchdowns, two interceptions. They threw it 91 times combined. Now, would you like to guess how many times you ran the ball collectively? Ooh. Between two teams. One of these teams that was up for an extended period of time. Uh, 22. It was 33. 33 for 158 yards. That's it. Yeah. I don't think you can go more gunslinger than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, really think about what I just said. These two would have to average over 405 yards a piece to beat what you did the first time. And you're trying to sell me on this is going to be a 57 and a half over under? (laughs) (laughs) That's a handy little piece of information to have. That's the that's the one thing of this that I mean, and I'm I'm betting all the props, the, oh, the yeah. coin toss, what color the Gatorade is, all this bullshit. I bet on the coin toss more times than I can. Uh, apparently, a lot of people have bet on the coin toss. Uh-huh. Did you read that article on ESPN.com? <laughs> it was I talking did. about the amazing handle that is always on the coin flip, and that. At the last Super Bowl, it was 
immediately a $200,000 loss, I think they said. $200,000 loss at FanDuel. If it's heads, it always ends poorly. Vegas wants yeah. it to be tails every year. Because heads is, for whatever reason, is more. I bet heads every year. I don't know why. It's just the, the, the story even went through talking about um, how there were so apparently these two people at the sports book who were taking people's bets at the desk they would take they would they would have a scorecard and they would do an over under every day of like 18 and a half on how many times they would hear from bettors as they're placing their bet tails never fails because <laughs> right. it's just one of those things that you know, it's a cliche that everybody says when they come up and they and they place their bet. But immediately, I mean, that's just so many people bet on the on the coin flip because it's immediate gratification. Oh, yeah. It immediately feeds that urge that you have. It does. Yeah. And for me, my objective is to win the national anthem, win the coin toss, and then I'm 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 riding high from there. Right. Uh, speaking of different forms of wagering on this game. Uh, our squares board will be live about an hour after this show goes live. Okay. I have randomized those of you that have been in. If you if you should be on the board and you do not see yourself, because I am not getting as great of a... Uh, I'm not seeing everything you're doing, and I'm having to read a lot of tea leaves. So if you're not on it and you should be, make sure you send me a message, whether you send it to the Sportsocracy, you send it to my personal... Twitter, however you get a hold of me, just find a way to get a hold of me, yeah. and I will get you on the board. We have about half of the spots still left. Uh, if there comes to a point that we do not fill the board, which I am hoping that does not happen, but if it does, uh, we will audible and we, we will run a, a lottery for the remaining spots of okay. people that are already in. I don't think that's going to happen, but just in case it does, I have to throw that out there. There's about 50 of the spots already taken. Nice. So if you don't already have a spot, make sure you like, share, follow. Something that lets me see your name. I'll be honest with you, I've seen so many of them that I think the algorithm is starting to block me. Uh, so I'm not seeing all of them. I'm seeing people like our page that didn't like it before and we have like one mutual friend. Mm -hmm. So I can, I mean, I can deduce it from there. That's very labor intensive. Uh, so if you could just send me a message that says done or I'm in or something like that, uh, I would greatly appreciate that. And the, the easiest way to do this, I had a lot of people ask me this question yesterday. Uh, the easiest way to do this where I will see your name and you won't have to tell me any of that, go to our Facebook page, uh, at the Sportsocracy on Facebook. There is a little three dots that's beside all of the message us, all those things. Mm -hmm. From there, just click invite friends. It will instantaneously tell me you did it. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, however many friends you want to invite, the more the merrier. Uh, but that's the easiest way for me to see your name because I see those invariably. Yeah. If you share it, I'm not always going to see it, so you need to tell me that you've done it. You share with your friends. You share it with your friends, we'll share it with our friends, then we can be friends. <laughs> exactly. At the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. Yeah, Chris Edenfield actually tagged me. That's also a good way because I see all of those. Yes. Uh, we will be with you this afternoon on ESPN. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, we're not done yet. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's, what's left? Uh, we gotta give a pick. Oh, we gotta do our official. Yeah, here's my pick. Oh. <laughs> I know how to do graphics too, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. My yeah. pick, I'm taking Kansas City, and I'm going to be honest with you, it took everything in my power to not say 27-24. Yeah. But the chances of this game being the same score that it was are limited. So I'm going to say it's Chiefs uh, 31-20. Chiefs 31-20. Yeah. All right. I, and I think that last score is going to be – Later in the game, I like seeing him with the the Chiefs thing around. His hey, head. stop that! No, ah, 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 yeah, get us all ah, ah. one great big Chief Kingdom family. Get, flip, I got, I hit got, the I button! Got, hit the button! Fire them cannons! By golly, put more powder in those things! <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers win their second Super Bowl. What's your score? The score is going to be. It's going to be a big number. There's a no. Big, it's not a big, big number. It's uh thirty-three twenty-nine. That's under thirty-three twenty. No, that's a, that's over. That's over. Oh, okay, yeah. but it's, it's the 57. weirdest score I've ever. It heard. is. I'm going weird because I'm seeing a whole lot of thirty-fives to thirty and thirty-four to thirty-one, and I Do think you know it's going to be somewhere is? in that area. Do you know why that is? Because those scores are easy to get to. Thirty-three twenty-nine would need a fucking wizard and a warlock. Hey man, you might see uh, you might see a safety in this game. You might see uh, you know a lot of field goals. I could if see there it going is a way. safety in this game, I want to say everybody in the world gets free wings or some shit like that. There's a promotion somewhere that I saw. Whoa, that's a big one right there. Yeah, free wings. Woo, nice. I thought Volvo was giving away cars. That's what uh, they it, might have been. That's what it was. Right, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, Volvo had like a thing where if there's a safety, you can go on and register at Volvo.com or whatever, and then they're going to be giving away like $2 million worth of Volvos to everybody who registers if there's a safety in the game. Do you know how many Do you know how many Volvos that is for $2 million worth of Volvos? How that's 1.7 million Volvos. That's what... <laughs> They're giving away a lot of Volvos because it's all about the safety on the road. By the way, Ron George commented that your score would require 11 field goals. There you go. There you go. Harrison Butker. He can he can make it happen. So, so Alex Ryan I, suck up Harrison Butker. Let's go. Oh, it. in addition to the squares, there will be an additional promotion onto that. So if you're in it, I will tag everybody that's in it once it's uh, set. There will be one more thing that you have to do that you have to do on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Devin said tank score requires a line, a witch, and a wardrobe. Bingo. Uh, it actually requires more than that. It needs a lion, a witch, a wardrobe, and an act of God. <laughs> Mine, on the other hand, pretty simple. I'm looking forward to this, and I'm so glad that this is over. I've only got to listen to... to, to... Yeah, there it is again! Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Text picture of Jeremy Green with you this afternoon on ESPN. Ashley, hey, that's racist. Don't uh, do no, that. No, it's not. Florida State, uh, Kansas City, the, uh, do it. I don't know why, but we are. <laughs> oh, no, there's a protest. Didn't you hear there's a protest? There's a protest outside of Raymond James Stadium. They want the Chiefs to, to take down the chop. Anyway, we'll talk more Super Bowl this afternoon on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. Everywhere on the iHeartRadio app live or on demand. Follow, like, and share us here in the Sportsocracy, at the Sportsocracy on all the social medias. From the Wicked Weed studio, wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. Go Bucks. Chief Kingdom.